Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. Constitutional lawyer Ndegwa Njiro is our guest this morning. Yeah. Ndegwa? <laughs> yes. Were you in Kamukunji yesterday? I wasn't you've in Kamukunji. You've come in here this morning carrying the constitution. Yes. I don't know you carrying. I was not hey. in Kamukunji physically, hey. but I was in Kamukunji spiritually hey. and mentally. Why? Uh, because Kamukunji be, be, uh, belongs to them that believes in the process of change. Kamukunji uh, belongs to them that believes in the process of reforms. Kamukunji is historical. In the sense that whoever wants to uh, to see the light as the donkey did uh, might then have to revisit uh, Kamukonji. Mm. It has always been um, the, the moral compass and the political compass for this country. Mm. And so it is it is not amazing that there are some people who do not appreciate it. Mm. And uh, the only thing that they can do is to issue threats that thou shall not make an attempt to go to Kamukonji. You know, the Kamukonji is historical and uh, they are them that have never stepped their foot in that particular field. You know, Kamu, when you go to Kamukonji, you get baptism by fire. That is why Nkrumah was saying, seek ye thee the political kingdom first. <laughs> if you want to seek the political kingdom through the process of reforms, through the process of social change, political change and economic change, go to it's Kamukonji. Kamukonji. So why were people in Kamukonji yesterday? We were in Kamukonji because we wanted to retrace ourselves. We wanted to do a self-introspection. We wanted to, to, to redirect ourselves as to where we want to be. We wanted to remind ourselves where we have come from and also do some audit whether we have actually achieved that which we have always aimed to achieve. Mm. You know, uh, Kamukonji is the is where the whole process of reform was consummated. Mm. Uh, and upon that consummation, uh, we have always have been having some steel bath sometimes sometimes uh, we have uh, we, we have uh, the, 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 the baby has refused to be born. You know, we, we wanted to redirect ourselves by going to Kamukonji. Mm. We, want, we wanted to take from the well of wisdom and the fountain of knowledge and the fountain of reforms. What reform do you want now? There are so many reforms that this country needs. And, and one of the reforms that we need, uh, we need is to restructure and redirect our thinking. Because if we do not emancipate ourselves and, and view and visualize the, ki uh, upon, uh, 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 the kind of the country that we have or we want to have, then all the proposed changes in this constitution that have come with this morning will never be realized. I hear you and I hear the words that you're speaking, yes. Zegwa, but I have to ask, so what are we talking about here? So, okay, come to Kamkunji to do an audit of what has happened over time. Yes. Come to Kamkunji to then get back on course. So then what was realized at the end of the day? So what then have you said? What, what we, Beyond what we hear of, we're yes. rejecting the administration and all of this what then has come about and that question of reforms what are we saying you, you see the, the question of the pronouncement of we do not recognize this regime uh, of course it, it has got some reasoning uh, behind it whether the regime that we we are saying we do not recognize uh, was yielded by the process that we all contemplated in the constitution to the extent that then you realize that um, the process was not duly followed, then uh, conclusion is that 
any regime that comes into place or any office that is established outside the confinement of this constitution, then you have no reason to recognize it. But surely. So, yes? Eh? Yes, because if you look at Article 3, Article 3 is very clear that uh, we'll not form government. And, and may, may I just have read it so that we can... Please read it. We, we, we can have... Um, we, we, we can have some kind of... Uh, it says it's Article Three of the Constitution. Every person has Kenya, an obligation right? to respect, uphold, and define the Constitution. Any attempt to establish government, otherwise, than in accordance with this Constitution, is unlawful. Okay. Any attempt. Any attempt to do what? To establish government. Okay. Other than contemplated, uh, other than the processes con contemplated in this Constitution, is unlawful. Mm -hmm. One of the processes contemplated in this Constitution is that government shall be established through the process of a free, fair, verifiable accurate transparent and accountable election and what what are the what's the threshold for that um, free fair verifiable you, you, you transparent. see visible yes mm. we have always had a problem for that even the supreme court itself has not been able to establish mm. the, the, the 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 parameters for what do you look at mm. when you want to evaluate whether the process is is accurate is verifiable if you if you remember in 2017 when uh, chief justice maraga uh, and the court uh, nullified the elections. Yeah. So the, the, the test for that nullification was whether the election followed the process. Yeah. So the, the court said that uh, we are not just looking at the, the numbers here. We are also looking at the process that yielded those numbers. Mm. So the, the question as to what amounts to the parameters that I've just mentioned is very fluid. Mm -hmm. And this Supreme Court in this case uh, for, the, for 2022... The Supreme Court shied away from giving us a direction. So, but if if direction had been given previously, yes, or you're saying the direction which was given previously was unclear. The, 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 you see, it depends on case to case basis. At that particular time, the pro, the, the issues that were being questioned was a process. In this Supreme Court case, 2022, we were questioning the process and you we were questioning the numbers. Okay. But you can see. And you went to court with your grounds for we went questioning to court, of course. the process yes. and the numbers. Yes. Let's first of all agree that by going to court, you were, you were exercising your right within the Constitution. That's correct. Right? Yes. And the Constitution recognizes that particular court, not the magistracy, yes. not a high court, yes, yes, not the, the environment court. and land correct. court, but the Supreme Court That's correct. as the only place yes. where you take such a dispute. That's correct. Okay. Now you went there before the court with boxes, truckload of exactly. information yes. to show the court why the process and the numbers are questionable. Exactly. I attended from there. Now, now you see, when mm. we went to that court, Latif, mm. we had the honest belief that the court will uh, rise up to the occasion and be an impartial court. But we realized that we are looking at a court mm. that was part and parcel of the extension of the regime that they were seeking to establish. At what point did you realize this? Even during the proceedings, and what and, and it, it came out cl very no, clearly. Clearly, well, no, no. I mean, uh, what you're saying, I hear, but you see, you are an officer of the court. Yes. Okay. This process that you people represent and which you champion, for it to make sense to us lay people, a statement such as the one you've made must be supported by fact. Yes, I will. So, continue. you see, when when you go to a court, you 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 expect to find a very neutral arbiter, an arbiter that will not single out one party, focus on that particular party, isolate that party, and make that party the object of the proceedings. What happened in the Supreme Court, and we all had it, is that the Chief Justice was out to indicate and to show to the whole and sundry, like the people who went before her seeking justice were wrong, and they did the, they made the wrong choice. Why? Because of the choice of the words that were used. 
during the, deli- uh, the delivery of that judgment. You know, this was a hot air, this was a wild goose chase, even mm. going to an, uh, to an extent of singling out advocates appearing before them and castigating them. You see, what the court was telling us is, you guys should not have come here in the first instance. You guys, don't you ever come here again. What that judgment did, and most, most importantly, the, the language of the delivery of that judgment did, is to tell Kenyans that whenever you have an issue like that one again, don't approach us. Look for other means and ways to sort out your political troubles. Tego. And the good thing is... Is it the first time that a judicial officer has used strong words against parties appearing before them? No, it's not the first Looking time. Looking at, this is what you've brought before me. It's not the first time. And this is how... Um, it's not the first time, mm. but the choice of words from a judge tells it all. Mm. You see, when we enacted the new constitution, and Kenyans must remember this, we created an organ that was called Judges and Magistrates Vetting Boards. Uh, it was uh, chaired by uh, uh, Justice Rao. Ch- Ch- Chad Rao. Mm. One of the grounds that a judge could have been disqualified to hold the office of a judge was the question of temperament. There are so many judges who lost their positions as judges because the, court, the, 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 commission, the, the committee evaluated their temperaments from their judgments. And they realized that the temperaments of this particular individual does not befit a person to hold the office of a judge. Okay. So if it was necessary to evaluate the temperaments of a judge then, why then should we come? And of course, the reason why we were doing that sit and that is we wanted to reform the judiciary. We wanted to have sober men and women sitting at the bench, knowing that temperament will not form part and parcel of the judgment that you're going to deliver. You will not look at me as Ndegwanjiro. I am Makikuyu. I support Azimio. I do not support Azimio. I look at, at you and single out and then becomes emotional. A judge is supposed to divorce himself from the case. What we witnessed in the Supreme Court is that the judges were in the case. So you so you base that on the judgment that was delivered yes. by the court. Yes. And the wordings of the judgment that was delivered by yeah, the and court. the language. And the language. Yes. Not on the what they they said with regards to the evidence that you produced before. You see court. the language that they adopted and the conduct of these judges. The argument they biased see, them from detailing. By the, by the time you're getting to the to the use of the word this was a wild goose chase. Yes. This was hot air. It was a it was after a build up. Exactly. Evidence presented. What you must understand. Evidence subjected What you must scrutiny. understand. Evidence uh, examined. Questions asked. Yes. Cross examination. That happened. are perfect question. It was then established. Yes. That for example, you brought in an affidavit. This affidavit, before we even got to the end of uh, the the hearings, you had amended your own affidavit once, twice, thrice, and some of this was appearing perjurious. And the judges say, when an advocate, and in this particular list, you, when Dewanjiro, who has gone through court, who has come here before a chief justice and been admitted to the bar and is a member of the bar yes it goes ahead and advises their client to put on record information that is false that lawyer ought to be questioned well, you see what happens in uh, in a court processes mm. um just like they would walk into a doctor's chamber the doctor will even watch at you uh, look at you from a distance and realize that if he's limping so even before he puts you under the microscope and the tested tubes uh, processes for diagnosis he has already realized that you're limping mm. he has formed an opinion that Latif city could be having a problem with one of his limp mm. the same does happen to the court 
that even when present during the presentation of the the, 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 the case the judges forms an opinion mm. from the just from the presentation alone and that's why you keep on saying that the demeanor of an individual will matter a lot so you do not have to wait to the conclusion and to the delivery of the judgment to detect a judge who is being biased and that is why sometimes in court we we ask judges to disqualify themselves to recuse themselves from the conduct and that is from the conduct in which uh, they are exhibiting themselves unfortunately you cannot ask the court the supreme court in a in a case such as this one to recuse itself so you spent the last about 10 minutes or so yes discussing the verdict yes of the supreme court yes is that what you were discussing in Kamukunji? No, 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 no. Because no. yesterday was, in Kamukunji, you talked about you don't recognize this government because the process of election was illegitimate. It formed the part and parcel of our debate. And it is still forming the part and parcel of the struggle to reform this country and to get this country to the right course. Why? Because the Supreme Court is an apex court in this country. It must be able to breathe confidence to the people. Whether we lose the case yeah. or we, we win the case, I need to go out, out of that court feeling that justice has been served. Mm. That although I have lost, there was proper evaluation of the evidence, there was proper evaluation of the facts, and I have lost this case genuinely. Wakili, I hear you saying yes. that all of this... Is an and you should, you should have given me some mint. Okay, don't worry. Don't I hear you saying that this is all... <laughs> all of this is composite. Yes. To say that what then came out of the Supreme Court, took these things into consideration. The electoral process, yes. um, the manner in which the judges delivered mm -hmm. um, the ruling, mm -hmm. uh, and then also looking at whether those who went through the process were satisfied, yes. judicially or otherwise. Yes. So I hear you saying this is it, it is composite in nature, it's taking everything into yes, consideration. Yes, it's an evaluation, yes. Indeed. Understood. Yes. Now, what would have been satisfactory, even if the result was the same? What would have been satisfactory? Remember, remember what 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 invited the Kamukonji aspect is the dozier. The dozier um, came from the servers that we had made an application for them to be uh, to be to be allowed access. Okay. You see, if the Supreme Court was 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 careful in in the manner in which it handled this case, and ordered for the access unrestricted access of those servers, then we will not be where we are today. Because those facts would have been laid before the court, and the court would have been would have had an opportunity to evaluate the veracity of the truthfulness or lack of it of those facts. But to the extent what, that the what, server, hold on. What was happening at uh, what's that building, the IBC office? Called? Yes, they gave us anniversary tower. They yes, gave, anniversary they tower. They gave restricted server they and even restricted the, access to the server. Restricted access. And why was it restricted? Did you ask that in court? There was a there was a there was a, a letter from the um, semantic semantic yes. or something. <laughs> Smartmatic. Uh, yes. Smartmatic. Uh, smart, that that company, yes. which said that because of the security nature of the content of the documents that they were holding they cannot give unrestricted access yeah what we now had to get somebody this and uh, this this access that that was granted yes did it show you this is how the information was getting getting into this server and this is how the information was getting out of the server it, it never gave the clear aspects of what we were looking at so essentially they compacted uh, the the servers do i hear you to be saying yes. that they gave you access to what served their purpose absolutely absolutely that's what you're saying that that's what case. you're saying and we get we made out this case before the supreme court and what is the supreme, and the court, supreme court did not give a clear directions 
as to whether we should have unrestricted you know there's a, there's a question that ndu has asked yes. it's pertinent i believe huh? so i am going to belabor the point mm-hmm. what could the chief justice have said how could she have worded conclusion same this election forget about i mean this thing it was okay as far as we are concerned what could she have said how could she have phrased this thing so that you as a learned friend would have felt okay i don't agree with the end result of this but i'm going to accept but it's, it's been presented in a way that i can at least uh, accommodate when the chief justice came to deliver the unanimous decision of the supreme court they avoided giving us a, a, a precise analysis of the facts as to the case that had been presented they, they instead went further to just punch up holes to the Azimio's case you see anybody who walked out of that case uh, that court we all say okay that's the decision of the court we respect it but we don't agree with it mm-hmm. and that's what has culminated into these processes of saying we now do not recognize this government they give the full judgment yes later yes and i've read it you've le- you've read it yes are you saying that in that full judgment they have not given you It is, that judgment is not one that can, that judgment is not one that can be relied upon mm. by other jurisdictions okay and you know so in a court, case where in a case where you as a lawyer you look at what has come out of the court and you disagree yes what do you do I, i'm supposed to go for appeal mm-hmm. but unfortunately this is the apex court mm-hmm. okay you can't appeal okay I don't have any other place to go uh, to go to take my grievances. Okay, so what so do you do? I go to Kamokonji and do what? And tell the people that you see guys, we Because believe I disagree. I know, will not recognize. We tell the people mm. we believed in a free in a process of a free fair uh, uh, election and accountable one. We subjected ourselves to that process. At the conclusion of that process, the results that were declared, we did not agree with them. So we moved on to the next level where our contestation can be heard. We went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court behaved in this and this manner. Now, are you telling me, Latif, that in the event where all the institutions that you believed in could resolve the problem, have failed to resolve that problem and have just compounded that problem, that Kenyans are left are left uh, helpless? Okay, let me ask you. The Supreme Court is a creation of the, of Constitution. the Constitution. Correct. And you've said Article 3.2 of the Constitution Yes. is any attempt to establish a government otherwise than in compliance with this constitution is unlawful is unlawful article 1 i mean article 3.1 yes. of the constitution every person has an obligation to respect uphold and defend this constitution absolutely respecting upholding and defending the constitution yes does it stray far away from accepting and respecting decisions of institutions of created by this constitution you see that uh, that that uh, provision is uh, it require it, it it will depend on how you want to interpret oh we can now read this one we cannot read if, this if one you read if you read this constitution let's take a break yeah. you'll come <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to that one we have to read with others y- yes, but, yes, yes but one of forming a government you just read it alone. read it alone this is kenya's biggest conversation <laughs> constitutional lawyer and degonjiro is here with us in the studio he's azimio damu He was not in Kamukunji physically, physically but he was there in spirit yes. and mentally, in everything. Yes. Kill <laughs> like mentally and he's telling us the implication of that uh, what was declared in Kamukunji yesterday refusal to accept the legitimacy of the government of the Republic of Kenya. This is the situation room. The only way to start your day. Eric Latif Nduo Kositi Muga and our guests the lawyer Dego Njiro who is breathing fire the same way <laughs> the headline the star says Raila was breathing fire yeah, it breathes fire <laughs> but ruto yeah. and shaken uh, yeah? mm-hmm. 
Santiago, mm. let's not go back into belaboring the point yes, of yes. you know we went to court, we so, agreed yes, to yes, yes, yes. let's, let's let's okay. We go to Kamukunji. The latest thing now is you met in Kamukunji yesterday. Yes, yes. And the leadership of Azimio said we don't recognize the legitimacy of mm. this government or any officers that have been appointed and put in office by this government. Mm. What does that mean? And it, then what? It means that therefore um to the extent that uh, the Kenya Kwanza government is in office they are holding that office unlawfully and illegally their legitimacy has seriously be uh, seriously been put into question by by the revelation that they actually never won the election there's a and revelation you know, yes yes of course from the from the IBC whistleblower what to kupiga firimbi okay let's look at this uh, uh, because obviously you are a legal expert yes so tell us but not only is he a legal expert he's partisan yes he's an he's an azimio no no please hear my question <laughs> yes something of this nature has been revealed mm-hmm. yes that on the server there is particular information mm. alleged what is the process of the verification of this information public process what would be that somebody can then say okay this information has been found how do we legitimize this information that we can then know that it is truth against which many things can be held yes how would you do that now if for a minute take your bias and set it aside yes yes looking at it from a legal point of view when such information comes out into the public mm. sphere what are you meant to do with it through the process of verification what must happen first because it could be me it could be me saying that some guy sat with me we were sat in a in a coffee shop somewhere and somebody told me well here's a server have an have a look at it how can i verify it you, you see that the tragedy we have Uh, in this country is that we have a policy that you alleged must prove mm-hmm. and that is a policy but unfortunately there are some instances where you, you allege the existence of a particular fact but you know the, the the person who is in control of that information yes as it is in this case uh, for IBC you see um IBC then the burden, when we allege that there was voters uh, rigging and the elections were not properly declared then the burden shifts to IBC because they are the ones who have the who are mandated constitutionally to provide and to guard that process now when we when we suspect or when information comes out that there is there was uh, that uh, Raila Amolo Odinga won the elec- uh, the election the burden shifts to the IBC to countermand that process which IBC <laughs> for which the chairman for example just the other day has said thank you very much goodbye kenyans yes. for which there are four who are under the the microscope right now sitting a tribunal as we speak you see but countermand what the IBC conducted the election yes the IBC counted the votes tallied the votes declared a winner and publicly announced and gazetted the result of the election yes you want them to countermand something that has been said by an, an unknown human being you, you see now this unknown human being <laughs> has brought something to the uh, to the to the public he has indicated that you guys are being ruled or governed by an illegitimate government a government that did not garner the required threshold to to govern us now to that extent ibc has the burden of telling us no whatever is being told by this whistleblower is hot here whatever is being told by this uh, 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 whistleblower is wild goose chase now if so they do if, not do this if marjan ibc marjan is, yes. is still in office if marjan released a statement today and said any allegation out there is 
hot air. Yes. No, let's not even use the words hot air because now you'll start using the word hot air against him. Yes. Any <laughs> allegation against there is untrue. Yes. And unfounded. unfounded. Yes. Would you be okay? We cannot be okay. Uh-huh. You know why? Mm. Uh, because these are individuals who, whom we are saying that uh, they, they, they gave us uh, an, an, an illegitimate and illicit child. But the know, DNA, the DNA has proved otherwise. You know, you know, there's something that I think we're trying to say here, and trying to follow your thought, and trying to follow the understanding of Azimio. Uh, and, and, and not just Azimio, Kenyans. Okay. Azimio. Because Azimio, Azimio it is Kenyans. Azimio who have brought this thing to the fore, yes. and it is them who are talking but about it. But yesterday when we went to Kamukunji, yes. we never issued invitation cards to any Azimio supporter. There were people of all walks and faults in, in Kamukunji. I'm not disputing that. So these are Kenyan costs. It's not an Azimio course. Who is it who is speaking about the whistleblower? Is it he's, not Azimio? He's a Kenyan. He's a, he's a concerned <laughs> Kenyan. He has not defined himself. Who? That no. Kenyan. No, no, no. He's a Kenyan who feels that he has the fidelity I, I to the not, process. I don't have an issue with that. I am simply saying mm. the matter we are discussing has, a been, matter. has been brought to the fore by Azimio. It uh, is them uh, who have brought it to the fore. No. Bonakioni was here. Moshimio yes, Kioni was yes. here. He's, he's, he's an Azimio person, if I may say so. Yes. He touched on it. He's a Kenyan. Raila Odinga was the Azimio presidential candidate. But a Kenyan. He has spoken of it. But brother. Okay. We can proceed on that pre- presumption. We are all Kenyans here. Yes. Even do is a Kenyan. Yes. Okay. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we allow for dual citizenship. Hmm. She's a Kenyan by marriage. We can Uh proceed on that premises. Uh So I am saying this. I'm not discounting what you're saying. Yes. I'm simply saying that everything I'm hearing so far does not have any weight of evidence that I would consider convincing beyond what I'm hearing being said. That's really what I'm saying. I hear what is being said. I hear it being repeated. But where's the evidence? Somebody has said, okay, they have said so. Do you know the whistleblower? Uh, a whistleblower is a protected person. All right. Do you know the whistleblower? Is is protected person? <laughs> have you interrogated what the whistleblower is saying? I, I have I have looked at the dossier, and we are still analyzing that dossier. Oh, you you have not yet conclusively analyzed. And, and you this had uh, our leader saying yesterday that the dossier does just not entail the presidential results. It also entails other parliamentary and the governorship and all those other results. Okay. Okay. But yes. you have not you have not conclusively looked at that dossier and said yes, we actually. No, to the to the to the to the limp that applies to the presidential candidate. What we are telling Kenyans is true. What's you see, anybody with other counter uh, counter information should also table it for consideration. But actually, if, if, actually, so if, if if there was a whistleblower yes. today who came out today and said William Ruto actually got eleven million votes, yes. Then, 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 then uh, he'll be. So his he'll legitimacy be, will be restored. He will be legitimatizing our claim that yes, we must, we might have established government in a manner that is not prescribed by this constitution. You know, everything that you have said supports a perspective and a view that Azimio has expressed. Yes. Since the time yes. when the Supreme Court announced the results of the election yes. in the manner that yes, they did. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now. I am simply saying that in addition to what we have heard and what was said at the rally, if this document or this dossier is still being studied, Mm -hmm. then let us say it is still being studied and the evidence for the other electoral will, positions. Whatever, will even for what you are saying yes. as an irregularity, yes. the evidence will be provided at a later date. Because right now, as I listen, there are claims. 
their claims. But just remember, um, uh, Mr. William Ruth, uh, before the release of this dozy, went public and said that there is somebody who wanted to kill and to, 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 to mutilate the life of the chairperson of the IBC. Mm -hmm. You see, to that extent, then you might want to ask yourself, even at that particular time when the chairperson of the IBC was declaring these elections, one, did he declare elections in favor of William Ruto, who had pledged to protect him? <laughs> because his life had been threatened. Uh -huh. And he felt that he, uh, the, 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 the persons who are threatening him is the, the side of uh, Raila Odinga, and therefore I cannot declare him because my life will be at stake. Mm -hmm. You see, to that extent, it tells you that even the chair of the Electoral Commission mm -hmm. was not in co full control of his faculties at the particular time <laughs> he was declaring these elections. You okay. have entered a realm Remember? that you actually do not have expertise in. You no, no, cannot no, talk no, no, about no. the mental state of this particular I, person. You, That's why I said he may not have been. So he may have Remember mis he had, he had, he had he may have misread he, what is written. He, he remember, may have looked at, an, at a five remember he had and alleged, read it at a seven. Remember he had alleged coercion. Mm -hmm. He had alleged duress. He had alleged undue influence. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he has not come out to tell us whether he was uh, the, the the undue influence was only one one sided point point well made okay it could have also have been that there was also undue influence from the other side to declare okay, okay. again so to that extent okay then it put the legitimacy of the results to question if somebody comes and says i have gone to nakuru yes must i also say but i was not going to naivasha <laughs> you, you see you see the electoral commission <laughs> you see the electoral commission latif eh? it must be like Caesar's wife oh beyond reproach mm -hmm. there should not be any suspicion <laughs> that, that either you went to naivasha or you did not pass through naivasha on your way to nakuru to the extent that we are thinking that even uh, diverted on the frolic of your own and went to Maimahu, then uh, your route to nakuru must be put into question you, like you to nakuru via narok yes or you can go to nakuru via narok you so see they will say the egg just finds the means you know, hey. even as we, as, we, as we have this conversation, yes. we cannot run away from the reality that seven or, or so odd million people in Kenya voted mm. in a particular direction mm. and then were obviously dissatisfied with the result. Yes. So when sentiments like this are expressed very loudly, we can't run away that a sliver of hope then comes back into the hearts and minds of the people yes. who voted in a certain way. Yes. Now, the destruction or the damage that we do to those 7 million people or those who may have supported another way yes. is to give them some kind of hope that may not be there. Yes, It cannot be that these things are being expressed on a whim. It cannot be that they're being expressed there are on, consequences. on emotion. Yes, there are Because there are then what happens to these people who invest everything about them towards this process? We, 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 yes. And then the question is so then you say that according to how the feeling is from the azimio side that there's no recognition of the presidency as mm. it is so what? What, what what will happen is that uh, one if i may answer with the last um, begin by, by answering the last question is that the constitution has given us a very very clear path on how to resolve such kind of uh, quagmires mm. and stalemates one the constitution has said that people will exercise their sovereignty either directly 
all indirectly. Mm-hmm. Directly is where you have a, a setup system. Uh, indirectly is where you have a setup system of uh, elected leaders. If you have doubts in those leaders, then you exercise it directly. Mm-hmm. But don't you also forget that this constitution has recognized international instruments. The, mm-hmm. One of the international instruments mm-hmm. that recognized under this constitution is the ICCPR, International International uh, Conventions on Civil and Political Rights. It has recognized international uh, uh, the UD, uh, UDHR, interna- uh, Universal declaration of human rights it has recognized the african charter uh, on peoples and human rights and all those uh, conventions under article 2 one of those conventions or those conventions i've mentioned they recognize the right of the people to self-determination it, it recognizes the right of the individuals to self-determination when you see a convention what does that mean uh, you know a people right to, to decide people to decide the form and the manner in which they want to be governed okay right so create so, their own government it is not defined but they have to recognize it, it, it recognizes that rights does it and, and by the way own government? even the, the preamble to this constitution <clears throat> and i may read the preamble to this constitution it it, it began by doing one very fundamental uh, uh, issue exercising our sovereign and alienable right to determine the form of governance of our country and having participated in fully or in the process of making this constitution yes. so the preamble itself has given Kenyans the ability to recognize the form of the governance which they so choose. Yes. And they are saying that this governor, government must be formed in accordance with this constitution. Yes. And there cannot be a government formed without a free, fair, transparent, accountable and equitable elections. Okay. To the extent that those fundamental principles have then been waived, yep. mutilated and infringed and violated, mm-hmm. then Kenyans must look at the constitution. But, but and do we remain within the uh, full so and, and do what? Let me, I, I'm not finished. And? You may not answer that question. You may not ask me that question if you re- listen to my last part of my submission. Please go on. Mm-hmm. It may answer that question that you're about to ask. Okay. You see, if you look into the constitution, and you don't find the answer to the issue that is ailing the country mm. it calls for a conversation okay it calls for a review of our our, our thinking okay. our review of our political inclinations and it invites the people to think that is when then people have to think <coughs> and make decisions some of those political decisions that are outside the constitution like, for example in, in 2007 when we could not use the 1963 constitution to answer the challenges that we had we went outside the constitution by doing what by forming the grad coalition by formulating the national accord act we had to do that political uh, 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 maneuver to have political convenience for the purposes of preserving the state but remember, we had to come back to the constitution yes. and legitimize that process we have to by amending the constitution. Yes. So whatever else we did out there by uh, shaking hands in the presence of Kofi Annan yes. and Kikwete could only become effective after the amendment after the amendment of the yes. constitution yes so it was not unconstitutional it was you remember oh, so now at present now yes. here we are presently right a section of the country says we don't recognize the government that's in place yes so what next that's take us it through means that. Uh-huh. that people will have to stop uh chest thumping those those who claim to be in government and those who claim not to recognize the government. and those who claim not to recognize the government okay so chest thumping just we must from, all stop the sides. chest thumping uh-huh. and and ask ourselves what kind of a nation do we want to have and you know part of this reason part of this civil strife that is now arising is because of what has how people have treated the others you see uh mr william ruto and mr kashagwa 
they have decided to compact and to, to to push on this country. You see, this constitution does not recognize any aspect of opposition. No, it doesn't. The constitution speaks about the majority and the minority. And those guys are all in government. And they have one singular role of oversighting government. But what Mr. William Ruto has done and what Mr. Gashagwa uh, has done, they have decided to look at those guys who are in minority as the opposition. You see, when you look at these guys who are in minority as opposition, you have now said that kuna, kuna, kuna watu wa upinzani na kuna wale watu ambao wako kwenye serikali. And that is why we, 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 we abolished that form of government because we realized that it creates much more division than unity. And that is why in Article 134... Mm. But let's stop you there, Jaguar, because we only have about four minutes. Eh? Yes. Tell us what next. What, what so next Raila is... does not recognize Ruto yes. as the president, does not recognize this government is in office. Okay, and, okay. Uh, uh, so uh, now this is next. Raila. This is a people who voted for him. They wanted their votes to Well, count. we do not know whether Raila has gone back to ask them. So let's yes. just say Raila has now... openly said he yes. does not recognize. Yes. And there are those like you who agree with him. And, so let's and... go with the you and Raila and Kalonzo and uh, Professor Makao Mutua and, and Martha Karua, those who have said they don't recognize the government. Fine. Then what? You see that preposition yesterday was endorsed mm -hmm. by the Kamukwenji people. Okay, then what? We'll go for validation processes. Whether we should continue with the struggle and that's why on on tuesday on, on sunday we are going to jacaranda for people to what are you seeking ultimately we, we are a new election uh and what do you want you know, what's the, what's your goal the Is cost it? shall be defined as we move so but you don't at, know as at now but you want to you tell kenya journey without determining what the destination should be really you see i have told you one very clear thing city yes that as at now, we are validating or we shall continue to validate our positions, whether or not we should continue with the struggle for reforming this country, whether we should continue the process of pushing the implementation of this constitution. These meetings that will be happening will be a validation process of whether the, four, the 10 thematic issues that were raised yesterday should form the basis of our struggle. Let me ask you, do you think um, Raila Odinga leader of Azimio, Martha Karua, Kalonzo Musioka, and the other leadership should go to the people with proper leadership and guidance. This is the direction we should take. You, you know, when, when, you know, when, 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 when people, when, you know, if, if you look at someone like um, um, uh, Fidel Castro and you remember the war at the pigs, you remember that? Bay of Pigs. The Bay, the of, the Bay pigs. of Pigs. Mm. At that particular time, the, the war was very unstructured, but they progressively structured themselves as they moved. They started to recognize who is the general, who is the colonel, who is the brigadier, and who are the foot soldiers. Sometimes when you go to war, you may not have a clear definition and it will form as we move on. But as at now, we have 10 thematic issues we are raising. Mm, okay. And the struggle is premised on those 10 thematic areas. Okay. Yes. So what we are saying is, mm. let those who are in power maintain peace, security, and tranquility. But there's nobody in power, according to you. No, I'm saying, <laughs> those people, I have not mentioned anyone. So if you don't recognize them, how do you expect them to, this non-recognizable individuals to suddenly then have power which you don't recognize you see and then you want them to maintain something which was, they cannot because I, according to you you don't recognize them. I, I was challenging you that you may ask me that question that's <laughs> why i made that <laughs> the statement deliberately okay you time see, is up. There you for, as, always, to, as always it's a very short time oh, when man. you have you in the studio <laughs> 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 there's a question i wanted to ask <laughs>
How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.